too bad. Welcome to the Nightmare Box. <laughs> Presenting mistakes were made, right, as I ignore the tiny tablecloth and set off the springs in the mic stand. As Kristen continues to make the adjustments. Well, you leaned off to the side. I always lean off to the side. I like what? to sit like Jim Cool. You know? <laughs> like Timmy two times. Says everything two times. It's a good fellow's reference. Welcome to the Nightmare Box. Presenting mistakes were made. My name is Brett Bloom. <laughs> I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the Montanian. Is that what we are now? Are we Montanans? Mo- Mountaineers? I guess. Missoulians? Missoulians. The Missoulian, Kristen <laughs> Pennington. How does it feel? Uh, significantly better than all the stress packing and all the other shit. Fucking. I am significantly less stressed. Yeah. The last show that you heard both of us on um, was Kristen's last night before she had to go back home. Since then, she's flown for the first time. She's driven all the way across the country by herself. She's a changed woman. I am. And we are in our new apartment. Pretty wild, actually. Yeah. Like that's uh, I probably wouldn't recommend driving quite as far as I had to drive. <laughs> but, you know, if you, uh, you enjoy driving and you want to feel like an independent, accomplished woman. Yeah. Go get your drive on. It is a, strangely independent. I mean, we've been adults for a long time. But <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Just being here just kind of makes me feel different as a person. I'm like, there's no backup. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I literally don't have any family here at all. Yeah. I don't have any friends here at all. <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> no, I don't have any friends here either. We got, we got step family. You've been working though, so like you have like work friends. Work people. Yeah. <laughs> like I think we're friend friends. friendly acquaintance, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so how was the uh how, I guess we'll start how was your flight? Really cool actually. I really enjoyed it. Um like you said, the airport here is small, yeah. so that was like Everybody's super stress asleep. free. Um <laughs> I have never gone through airport security at all, obviously, because I've never flown, though. And um, nobody in the airport tells you what to do, because I guess they just assume... <laughs> you've been there Surely, before. at my age, you've figured this out. <laughs> Maybe if I was 12, they would have held my hand yeah. and walked me through it. Today but they is all the just... 18th anniversary of 9-11. Everybody should have figured out airport <laughs> security by now. Yeah, and they just stared at me like I was stupid, and I tried to take my cues off of the people in front of me, so I'd be like, what are they doing up there? Okay, I'm going to do that, too. <laughs> Nobody even asked me to take my shoes off. I kicked my shoes off because the people in front of me kicked their yeah. shoes off, so I was like, I guess we're just taking our shoes off. <laughs> but um, I'm glad I went through their security because uh, it was not very crowded. Yeah. There were maybe two or three other groups there besides me, and... Um, yeah, the flight was super awesome. I was a little worried, like, takeoff and landing would make me kind of nervous. But I was like, oh, this is cool. We're tilted <laughs> sideways. I can see the ground. Did you hit any crazy turbulence coming out over the top of the mountains? Because mm, that not. was my issue when I flew out last time was I thought we were going to die immediately. No, it wasn't that bad. Like, we had, like, a, a point where it got a little cloudy and a little windy. Yeah. And, like, the plane was rocking a little bit. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, we're going to crash rocking. <laughs> it was just like, oh, it's, we're just a little bad. Right now, <laughs> I've flown to England a couple of times now, and I flew to Japan <clears throat> a couple of times. Um, and one of my scariest moments was over the Atlantic going to see mom, and we hit an air pocket like right as I was starting to fall asleep. It's really hard for me to pass out on an airplane, like I'll sit awake for an, an international flight, I, I don't know how to do it. And um, we hit this air pocket like right as I was starting to doze off and we must have dropped like 50 feet in the air. But like, oh, <laughs> I, just, wow. I felt like the only thing keeping me in the chair was my seatbelt. Like I was like, we're all going to die. It was just like, Woof, you know, like, <laughs> like the plane just fell. Oh, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> there was like a 
little bit of that sensation, like as it was bouncing up and mm-hmm. down, like this, like, oh, I'm kind of floating briefly, but it wasn't anything too intense. Did you use um, my trick for landing? Two fingers no, I on the... didn't even think about it. I was so fascinated by the view. I was trying to take photos. Yeah. So I didn't, it didn't even... You got some really cool ones. You were like yeah. right behind the wing, right? Yeah. I got for both flights. Um, oh, right in front of the wing. Behind. I was behind right the behind, wing. yeah, on both flights. So um, the second flight like the landing and stuff was at night so I didn't really get as many cool shots on that but like when we got to Chicago O'Hare they passed by the airport went over the ocean and then banked back around yeah. to the airport and I was just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like taking all the photos of the ocean it was so pretty we have to find a way to fly into Seattle which shouldn't be difficult because I've got friends in Washington mm-hmm. um, but we gotta well, fly we got an invitation to a birthday party so if we do might have to hit that up um but flying into Seattle is my favorite landing because of the way you come in over the city and the whole city sits like right there on, I don't know what that body of water is, um, but it sits right against the water. So you come over that route that that dude who stole the plane, you know, <laughs> you get that whole Puget Sound region mm-hmm. and you're flying over like these islands and these beautiful green marshes and you come into Seattle. It's my favorite landing. Heathrow scares the shit out of me. I think we established that yeah. on our last show <laughs> together. So Seattle was almost like, I get why a person would steal a plane and take themselves out in the Puget Sound. This is the most beautiful place ever. It was uh, interesting, the difference in the takeoff on the two, though, um, because the takeoff from Missoula was pretty much you just go straight into the runway and you taxi yeah. and you go straight up. And then the takeoff from O'Hare. Chicago O'Hare was like, this weird maze, like you had to go down a little ways, yep. turn right, go down a little ways, turn left, and then it was like, and then you're finally on the runway, and there were other planes going the same route ahead of us. So it was like, oh, we're all just kind of taking a turn. <laughs> Missoula it was like, you're the only plane, go! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> but your mom... Go away, um, foreigners! <laughs> <laughs> your mom had been like texting me, and I was like, you know, updating her and everybody else, and uh, she was like, well, have a safe flight, headphones in, you know, enjoy the view and all that. And uh, iPhone for the fail. I have the iPhone X and it has no headphone jack. So I had headphones with me and did not have the adapter. Why would they get rid of headphone jack? I don't know. I, I, I don't want Bluetooth. I feel like Bluetooth is how we're all going to die. Like they're going <laughs> to they're gonna implant some sort of chip that like just I turns like... off your brain and then you just become an Apple person. <laughs> I like the Bluetooth for working out. Like, I like not having to be yeah. connected to my phone for my workout. But for your everyday headphones, if you forget to charge them, mm-hmm. like, then you just don't have headphones. They're inconvenient. So I was like, I'm going to bring my wired headphones for the flight. Forgot I don't have a headphone jack. So I didn't have an adapter. <laughs> I was, like, all excited. I was like, I'm going to listen to music and watch the yeah. scenery fly by. I pulled out my headphones, pulled out my phone. And I was like... Ah! And the planes flying out of Missoula don't have the TVs on them, do yeah, they? Yeah, the one that I yeah. flew out of Chicago here didn't either. So you couldn't so. even like watch TV? Nope. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I did a American I... Airlines for both flights, and they weren't like tiny, tiny planes, but they were both yeah. definitely smaller planes, and they didn't have any in-flight entertainment. You had to like pull it up on your tablet and watch it or whatever. My last four international flights um have all had that batman tv show is it called arkham or gotham yeah gotham Gotham. um and i make it my mission on international flights to watch all the garth all the gotham (laughs) it it used to come out on netflix and then like they always had like the new season on the airplane Mm -hmm. and i'd be like fuck but now i gotta like rewatch all of them (laughs) so i start back over batman's the only superhero i give a shit about (laughs) you can watch gotham all day (laughs) I've seen part of that series. I don't know if I've, I've watched it. it all multiple times. <laughs> I've only seen all of the first season and maybe part of the second season, and that's it. I get upset when Gotham's not on the plane. Delta has Gotham or had Gotham last December, but it might not anymore yeah. though. That was a while ago. Yeah. Well, they, they've had it for years because I've I've done this a couple of times, and they've always had Gotham, so it's the first thing I look for. <laughs> like I want to watch this Batman show. You don't want to watch like. I don't get people on the airplane who watch the R-rated movie that has, like, titty and blood. 
because there's like kids sitting behind you. It's not like other people can't see what you're watching. They just can't hear it. And so like occasionally like you'll look over, there'll just be somebody watching the devil's rejects. And it's like that naked girl like pinned to the door and like fucking their faces, her boyfriend's face. And it's like, there's a 10 year old sitting behind you in the chair. Watch Gotham, dude. Like PG (laughs) television. (laughs) I couldn't see what they were watching, but there was a couple flying together on, I think my first flight and they had a, a laptop set up on the little tray in front of yeah. them and they were both sharing like headphones and like watching a show together. That <laughs> would like, oh, be that's fun. That's kind of cute. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was good. I really watch enjoyed love it. Love actually. <laughs> Fifty first dates. Those are good movies. Don't hate. Never seen either one of them. I just. <laughs> but no, I. I don't, I don't know even... if Love Actually is like a Notebook or if it's like a rom com. I have no clue. Fifty First States is the one with Adam Sandler, uh-huh. right? Yeah, cool. And uh, oh fuck, what is her name? Patricia Yearwood. No, the chick that played E. T. as a little kid. Uh, the chick was... played E. T. Yeah, she was a uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, she was the little girl in E. T. Oh, I thought you meant she was E. T. No, she was the little girl. So like Drew Barrymore looked fucked up when she was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Angels too. She's got a lot of stuff. It's like but. photo, but it's like get that little girl to a hospital. Who <laughs> the fuck did that to her neck? No, she's the little, the little sister. The little girl. Yeah. yeah. Was she in uh, the professional Leon the professional? I don't know. There was Leon the professional has uh, some big actress. I can't remember her name right now, so it might not be her. Um, but they got in trouble because she was playing like a fourteen-year-old like kind of like taxi driver i think she was like a prostitute like child prostitute type situation and leon um she falls in love with this hitman and he like teaches her how to be a hitman hmm. it's a really good movie never seen that but movie. in the uh opening scene she's sitting um like on a banister smoking a cigarette and they actually made like this 14 year old girl just sit there and like chain smoke for the takes so they can get the shot right now like you can't just have kids smoking <laughs> cigarettes oh how the times have changed yeah. now they have tobacco cigarettes I actually uh, worked on a movie it's been a couple of years ago I don't even remember what it was I think it actually never even no it was a TV series that's what it was I don't think it ever actually aired though I think they got dropped but um and I, I was in, like, a scene in a bar, and they, like, yeah. made me, like, for 12 fucking hours just sit there <laughs> smoking, Puffin. yeah, the whole time. And they would come back through in between takes and, like, replace my cigarette and give me a new one because continuity, you know? So yeah. it's like, all oh, the cigarettes that are getting wasted right now, how much did this cost? <laughs> well, we did that for Ziggy. Luckily, we were at Daryl's place, and he smokes inside of his place. But just to get that one shot, this dude had to smoke half a pack of cigarettes. And I was like, dude, don't look like you're enjoying it so much. Like, I I am having to pay for these. These are cigarettes that I will not be able to smoke in the pleasure of my own back patio. Um, yeah. I'm not... choosing for my voice to sound like this. Don't make it happen in an afternoon, my guy. <laughs> but then you landed in Nashville. How was the... Uh, did you like Nashville flying in? It wasn't bad because it was kind of later when I got there. So we pretty much immediately, like as soon as we got there, yeah. it literally felt like from Chicago, we got to altitude and then we're immediately coming back down <laughs> and like landed straight away. We got there, I want to say Atlanta. half an hour early for both of my flights. Like both of them landed early. And then um, my uh, sister and her husband's friend picked me up and he was like already there when I got there. So I was like, oh, this is so nice. Like I just... <laughs> Go Walk home and, and yeah, because I had to go to work the very next day. So it was like just food and shower. Those are the only <laughs> two things I want to do right now. That's what you did to me when you showed up here, for the listeners. Um, <laughs> I unpacked the living room area i unpacked the kitchen i was so excited for Kristen to be here i bought like a 
bottle of wine. I had spaghetti that was getting ready to get made. We'll I get had, into that whole situation. I had been on the road for 10 hours yeah. for three days so, straight. Three 10-hour days of driving. Kristen calls me, and she's like, hey, I'm here. And I was like, hell yeah. So I like run out. We live on the third floor. I run down to the second floor balcony. I see her in the parking lot waving hands over the top of the head. She looks at me. She looks forward. She gets out of the car, hardly says a word. And I was like, I love you. I'm so happy you're here. I gave you a like, hug. Fuck driving. I you gave know? you a hug. I was. You were in a much better mood after stand-up spaghetti and uh, it was shower. My shower. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I felt so much better after that because I hadn't had anything to eat that day yet either. Yeah. I was like, fair. she's gonna break up with me. <laughs> <laughs> No, the driving actually wasn't as bad as the cleaning the apartment. There was like a minute there one day when I was like doing all the heavy lifting where I was like throwing shit away and moving shit. And I was like, I love him. I love him. (laughs) It's all going to be worth it. I had to carry all of our stuff up three flights of stairs. And I never questioned my love. I didn't expect you to do all that, though. I was going to help you with it. No, no, me and my my, my stepmom in her late 50s. It did look really The upside was, like, loaded that truck in a Tennessee August Mm. and then unloaded it in a Montana September, so it was, like, 76 Mm. degrees outside. No, and that's another thing. So I was only gone max two weeks. I think it was only a week and a half, right? Yeah. Max two weeks either way, though. It was significantly warmer when I left than two weeks later when I came back. It was like in the 50s the last two days of my drive. Every state that I went through, I was like, it's only been two weeks. (laughs) Like, Like, what is going on? Like, I mowed the... I mowed Laura's lawn and did all the hedge trimmings and stuff. I was out on the, you know, for like four hours just doing lawn work the other day. Didn't break a sweat. Yeah. It was beautiful. (laughs) I uh, went and ran errands earlier today and I had uh, sweats, a long sleeve shirt and winter boots on it. It was significantly chillier in the morning when I was out running around, but even like by midday when it had warmed up a bit, I was like, I'm still pretty comfortable. Yeah. It's still pretty good. I can handle this. Uh, it's definitely a view into the winter we're about to go through. <laughs> Waking up and it's 46 degrees outside. It's September. <laughs> like fall's going to feel like a Tennessee winter. <laughs> That's probably true, honestly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but we do have, we have discovered, because we are now in our new apartment, um, we do have a covered parking spot, so Brett's Jeep won't hopefully die a death <laughs> on the first serious snow. <laughs> he won't have to go out and literally scoop snow out of his car <laughs> to get into it. <laughs> you got to figure out a plan for at-work Jeep. You know, like if it's snowing throughout the day, maybe run out once an hour and hmm. just punch the soft top and be like, get the fuck off my Jeep. Yeah, I didn't think about it some Good point. Yeah. We should get you a hard top. <laughs> <laughs> Just put on some heavy boots and walk the mile and a half down the road. Like, I'm freezing my dick off. No, I was, this was a good idea. I was thinking that today on the drive over there because I brought Brett lunch today. I was like, it's only like a six minute drive, but it's still through a busy enough area that I don't know that I'd want to bike that even in nice yeah. weather. No, there's a like a side path, Stop. like you so you're not on the road. But no, I I, I would like to bike it next year <laughs> when you're a veteran. <laughs> when I'm adjusted to the cold, so I'm not no. bringing my heavy jacket for the bike run. Okay, know? so that's another thing. I while I was on my way to bring you lunch today, I again was wearing sweatpants, <laughs> a long sleeve t-shirt, and winter boots. I passed by a guy that was. Not even vigorously jogging, just kind of <laughs> casually jogging, only wearing shorts, and was drenched in sweat. And I was just like, I, I feel like it's a little chilly today. <laughs> it's like what I was telling you at the vet, where like they get this big poster, and it it describes unbearably hot as eighty five degrees, <laughs> which it's a hundred and ten in Tennessee right now. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, you know. Um, bring the dogs in when it's in unbearable. And I was like, I think my definition of unbearable and your definition of unbearable 
two entirely different situations. So I think all these people are like, prepare yourself for the winter. I should just fly them back to Nashville and be like, prepare yourself for the summer. Is it going to rain today? Nobody fucking knows. It's going to be hot as balls. Everybody smells like piss. And every other person you run into is on crystal meth. So (laughs) why don't you prep yourself for that reality? It was like 102 a couple of days before I left back. I sent you a picture of the temperature in my car and... Yeah, it hit 102, and I was just like, oh, my God. It doesn't make any sense. Leave that state. Nobody wants to be there. The fog here is pretty crazy, though. Um, it blocked out the mountains the other day. Yeah, like, I couldn't see anything at all, which it was really pretty. It wasn't, like, scary fog, but... Um, it looked like the mist. It did, but, it, <laughs> again, it wasn't like I can't see anything at all. Like, I could see reasonably enough in front of me that it was like, well, I'm not going to drive off the road, but the cars that were like a car length in front of me just disappeared into it. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's really pretty though. And we have a, a view of one of the mountains from our yeah. uh, balcony. So, and also a uh, fountain right outside our window. So we forever have the sound of rainfall. It's beautiful. It's very it? relaxing. Yeah. The apartment size is a little bit to adjust to, just because we have the extra bathroom and extra bedroom. And but stuff. we have a storage unit. But we do have a storage unit. Uh, we've got a washer and dryer now, so there's <laughs> we could actually locate an actual diner in town. <laughs> <laughs> we've located a brewery within walking distance, so uh, yeah, we no. may just upgrade to beers instead of scones. We're definitely going there like Friday, because... Uh, <laughs> I need to know what that's like. I know mm. Laura wants to go there this weekend, so I've been like trying to save that experience. But it's a miracle that I've been here, you know, all week, and I've not once walked over. It sounds like an alcoholic thing to say, <laughs> but I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and it's still even in our apartment. I can hear Jack snoring, but it's still really quiet in here. Like all of the sounds from Murfreesboro are just gone. Yeah. We're on the top floor, so nobody's going to be banging on our head anymore. But uh, we bang on heads now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Brett's probably going to be doing all the loading the groceries. Yeah, <laughs> I got to get a cooler again because Kristen uh, had a fit. finite amount of space inside of her car, and I had this big cooler. So I have a Jeep, and some days I like to drive around with the top off the Jeep so it's easier to throw the groceries inside the cooler, carry the whole cooler well, in. Well, too, I was thinking... But the other day when I had to make, like, the we need to buy everything for the apartment grocery trip that cost me way too much fucking money. <laughs> well, I went and did that, and then I had to carry it up bag by bag. Aww. And I was like, God damn it. I had, like, 15 bags in one hand, 15 bags in the other hand, one on my pinky toe while I hopping <laughs> up the stairs. No, I was really sad about that, though, because I originally had, like, our dishes and stuff packed in the cooler, and it would just barely fit in my front seat turned, like, long ways. But then it made it where I couldn't stack anything on top of it yeah. and still see out the window. So um, it was either get rid of the cooler or get rid of significantly more things. <laughs> but I was so sad about it because it wasn't even, like... Just groceries, which I knew. I was like, well, we're probably going to go grocery shopping in the Jeep. But I was like, oh, like you've been saying you want to like start hunting and start fishing. And yeah. if we go camping, like how cool would it be to have this cooler? And then I got to upgrade to a bigger car. going to need a bigger car. Yeah, my car doesn't hold shit. It's a Jaws reference, but I couldn't remember The that. bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> but I was also like trying to do it in an Irish accent. <laughs> You know why I was trying to do it in an Irish accent? Why were you trying to do it? Because we picked up motherfucking Ireland, hombre, and Mexico. <laughs> oh, and... Um, oh, saints preserve us, hombre. <laughs> oh, me coma la ya inglés. <laughs> I, I don't know either one of the languages. I, can't, I don't speak Gaelic <laughs> and I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I haven't told you that one yet, but um, I don't know if you have a friend in Michigan. I don't think that I have got a friend. lot of family that's what okay. I was telling you about the bloom that's all in Michigan okay like, well yeah. maybe that's what it is then because I was like I don't think I have any friends in Michigan but somebody in Michigan has downloaded pretty much every episode maybe so. it's Eminem maybe it is he's just hanging out in his Detroit mansion going dude mistakes were made <laughs> but no like we've consistently had um tennessee as our highest downloading state because we were from tennessee and um we know a lot of people in tennessee and then california was always second and then everything else was just far far behind 
And then Except for a dude in India. Fucking... <laughs> well, it was still... Dude, dude, send me an email. I need to know your name. <laughs> it was still, like, on the lower download side, though, comparatively to Tennessee mm. and California, who are... Tennessee's in the multiple hundreds, and I think California's in the hundreds. And, um... Like, out of nowhere, one day I went to check it, and Michigan was just like, I'm catching up, guys! <laughs> like, Michigan's, like, getting on up there. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, somebody... And Michigan went through and downloaded every episode. Well, I doubt ever. that's my family. Cause, <laughs> so. When I say family in Michigan, we're talking about my great aunt. And I doubt she's just out there well, podcasting it up. Whoever you are in Michigan, I appreciate you. Because oh, I, I saw that intense spike in our downloads, and that was all you. Yeah. No, share it with your friends. We'll take over Michigan. I'll fly <laughs> to Michigan if you can give us a following. I've never been. I want to go visit like old Detroit and you know get mugged. <laughs> You know, at least once. (laughs) (laughs) Go see some Great Lakes. I hear they have Great Lakes. There are five of them. (laughs) I can't name any of them right now, but... I hear the lakes are great. My one fear, though, is like... The the Mexico download is like cartel. And I think we made fun of them. So, uh, guys, don't kill me. I don't want to be killed. <laughs> but you also have to survive the mountains to find yeah, us. Become a Sayama, bro. We're in a valley of mountains. Yeah. Uh, don't, yeah. Quit giving them the exact location. If <laughs> we said the state we live in. Yeah, the cartels. And, and, the, and the city. city. Yeah, we're, we're fucked. The cartels going to cook our goddamn door. Maybe they think we're funny. Like, Wouldn't that be weird? Like, if this is what you heard while you were getting your legs hacked off for cocaine information. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, where did you put the kilos? And he's just like hacking your wake feet Wake that up. dick up. You gotta wake that dick up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, are officially both moved back in together. We have the apartment sort of settled in with some boxes we haven't unpacked. Jax is here. Both the cats are here. We're all one big happy family. Oh, so Winston is a fucking football. Oh. What do you mean? He's a fat bastard. Oh yeah, he fourteen <laughs> pounds. I took him to the vet <laughs> and got his shots and stuff updated. The motherfucker was fourteen pounds. We both like when we applied for the apartment, like guesstimated he maybe weighed six pounds. Yeah. He weighs over twice what we thought he weighed. <laughs> he is a big boy. God damn, we got to do something about that. Yeah, they made me feel bad. I work, like, work at the shelter now, so like I, I just have to ask the lady who takes care of the cats, like, hey, how do I, you know, is there a trick? Well, if we only had the one, I'd just, like, schedule his food more, but um, there was, like, one day, I think, while I was still cleaning and you were here already, um, cleaning the apartment back in Tennessee, where... Um, I think I hadn't filled up the food dish during the day, and it like there was still some in there. It wasn't totally empty, but like cats are finicky. When the bowl is a certain level of empty, they think they're gonna die of starvation. And um, I'd like waited till the end of the night when I was done with all the stuff I had to get done for the day to fill it back up. And Winston legit fucking hissed at Max over Max trying to go up to the food bowl. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> So I feel, like if I, I feel like if I tried to restrict Winston's food, Max would just starve to death because Winston would be like, motherfucker, this is mine. It's <laughs> like, so I'll kill you and I'll eat you before you I let you touch that fucking You eat when bowl. I say you eat. But yeah, he like hissed at him. He was mad. He's <laughs> gotten spoiled. Oh, and that, that's another thing. Um, uh, Brett's friend Katie was taking care of the cats while we were both here and looked out for them for us. We love you, Katie. And, um... She said Winston was like a snuggle bunny the whole time. Uh, she would like go over there to check in, and the night when I came back, like he, every day, lived under my feet all oh, day I long. Bet. I couldn't go anywhere. I was like he, like for having been a wild cat, has gotten very cozy <laughs> in his domestic life and did not adjust well to being left alone. He's been doing the exact opposite to me. I think he's still mad at me. It's like <laughs> you left me in a fucking apartment, Dad. He jumped up on my lap while I was playing Doom yesterday and then like immediately jumped back off. So he's like, I don't know what you've done to me. I'm a Tennessee wild animal. It's, like, it's your fault that I was stuck in a car for three days. <laughs> they, uh, 
rode in a cage together, though. They were champs about it. Do you have any fun encounters on the drive? Any crazy drunk Indian people try to fight you in a parking lot? No, I don't. Like, I didn't have any, like, weird stuff like that. But my car is much more fuel efficient than the truck we were driving. So I didn't have to stop anywhere near as often as we did. But, um... My final day when I hit the mountains, uh, I got, that was the day I got rained on yeah. and it pretty much only happened when I was on the mountains. Coming over the continental yeah. divide. I got rained on. <laughs> the worst possible place to yeah. have slick wheels. I got rained on and it wasn't like a torrential downpour, so I wasn't like scared, yeah. but it was still, it was raining and I was just like, why? And then, um, I think Butte is the town yeah. right after the continental divide, um, in the direction that we were going anyway and um for whatever reason siri doesn't understand that they're doing construction on the interstate right there and you can detour on the interstate and Mm -hmm. stay on the interstate so whenever brett and i made the drive up in the truck it took us down into butte and like took us down some highway and then put us right back on the interstate from the highway on the other side of the city yeah yeah for whatever reason and then it did it to me again whenever I was driving by myself. But that highway is now closed because they're doing construction on that highway also. So I was just lost in butte in the rain, like screaming at my phone. This is the only time the whole trip I didn't get a trailer stuck in bushes or anything crazy like we did We the first didn't time. get in a fight the entire moving process. No. We've yet to have an argument. No. <laughs> you were freaking out. I was so <laughs> mad at my phone though. I was like screaming at her like Siri was like... Still trying to direct me every road that I took. She yeah. was still trying to direct me back to this closed highway. And I was like, I know the highway's closed. So, like, I did, like, a loop a couple of times trying to figure out where the fuck the interstate was. Because I was like, I bet the interstate is still open. It's probably just a detour. Yeah. So I finally found it. But she's still, like, nagging me to go back to this highway. I was like, shut the fuck up, Siri! <laughs> I was like, if you one more time tell me to go that way, I'm going to throw you off the door. Take the next left. I was so Make mad. roundabout. Take the next right. And again, I hadn't eaten. This was the day I, I landed here, which might have been why I was in a sour mood. I hadn't eaten yet either, so I was, I was like screaming at my phone. Well, then I tried to be romantic, so I had the red wine. I had sausage and spaghetti set up. I had, uh, you love garlic toast, so I got the garlic toast out, and I put it in the oven, and then I cooked it, and then we went outside for 20 minutes, and You I continued was, to cook it. Just, yeah. I wanted to make sure it was, you know, au gratin, or whatever the fucking fancy goddamn term for well done is. It's not au gratin, those are potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> those are cheesy potatoes. Yeah, but uh, we opened them up, and they were black. So we did not eat those. <laughs> it's fitting, though, because... Uh, I have always forget that I'm baking bread. Yeah, no, that too, but no. I've never like, remembered unless you Yeah, come like, out. whenever we first started, like, before we moved in together, when we first started cooking together, um, I'm not a very good cook. And, You're uh, a brilliant cook. I'm not a very good cook. <laughs> I'm just going to let you say it twice before I said it once. <laughs> I'm not the worst there ever was. If I have instructions... You're very good if you've got a recipe. Yeah, if I've got instructions, you, yeah, you I'm okay. You don't wing it well. No, I don't at all. And Except I don't... for the stuffed chicken, you, you wing that. Well, I had a recipe initially, and see, that's been the saving grace for that, is, like, I know the base of yeah. it, so I can kind of fiddle with it from there. But, like, even if I have a recipe for some reason, I'm really bad with beef hmm. and, like, red meat. Like, I will either under or overcook anything that isn't chicken or fish every time. Well, the upside is you can eat it raw if it's red meat, so you can't kill anybody with your culinary skills. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not a very good cook, and the first few times we yeah. started trying to cook together, they were always kind of, like, a little awkward, so I think it's kind of fitting that our very first meal in the new apartment <laughs> was like, oh, well, the toast is burnt. You know, what was insane <laughs> was how quickly, because you weren't there, I reverted back to not, not eating. eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I cooked... I did the activity, and then I spent an hour walking around the one-bedroom apartment forgetting <laughs> what I was supposed to do next, which was eat the food while it was still warm. <laughs> I'd be texting you, and you'd be like, did you eat yet? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I forgot. I fucking... <laughs> Somebody's got to look out for you. I swear to God, I, I, I don't do it on purpose. Like I'm not trying to be dramatic. It's just like the activity of the cooking is what I enjoy. <laughs> I'm like, I'll eat when I'm hungry. It's like, why don't I just wait to cook and, but I'm hungry. Like, 
Because that would be at like one in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd never cook. <laughs> but I'm making some kick-ass hamburgers tonight. Some locally uh, born, raised, bred, and killed uh, Montana cow meat. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Fuck off, vegetarians. This one's humane as shit. So there's local, not... local farmer. Um, there's a, a Walmart, so it's not like we're in the BFE or anything like that. And there's like oh, we're Costco. in Missoula. It's a city. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's a college town. So I mean, it's it's not. I'm not trying to be dramatic and yeah. be like, oh, we don't have anything here. That um, we were living out on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> we were living in old Hellgate. <laughs> but there's um there's like a Walmart and a Costco here, but there's not like a Kroger or anything like that, like where I'm used to shopping, like back in yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, like a smaller grocery and store. Like a lot of the. Stores kind of more in that size range that aren't Walmart, because I don't like to grocery shop at Walmart, honestly. Like, I do my household shopping there, but I don't like to grocery shop at Walmart. I don't feel like you really get the fresh, good quality food at Walmart. Maybe that's just a misconception I have, but (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's like this big chain, and this is all food that's been sitting in a freezer for a while. I want the fresh food. And, like, all the places here seem like smaller, more local places, and everybody here in general seems kind of, like, very in touch with the land. So I'm kind of excited about, like, the meals and stuff we're going to make here oh, after yeah. we kind of figure out the markets here because I don't intend to keep shopping at Walmart if I can help it. No, I want to find want like the, a local, you know, dude. That the I can quality put, yeah. food. I want to find like what uh, my step family has where it's like, yeah, no, uh, you know, the grandfather, I guess my step grandfather, um, he lives in the BFE. Like he's, you have to go find him. He lives in a cabin in the woods so that you can easily drive by because it's not like they cleared a patch in the woods. It's his cabin is in the motherfucking <laughs> bears are caught on his driveway all the time. He's awesome. Is that where those pictures? That... Yeah, yeah. Sin yeah. lives right next door, so they share like that little driveway area. She's got all the cameras out, and they catch mountain lions and bears on like a weekly basis, just no. walking around in their front yard. <laughs> like, what was the? Do you know what was the reason for putting the cameras up? Is that a safety thing, or did they just find it interesting uh, and they want to see what's out there? I think it's a safety thing. I feel like it's um, and a hunting thing. Because mm. they, uh, Sin and her husband both hunt, and I believe that the grandfather also, uh, when he was younger, I don't know if he does now, but they use those cameras to kind of track what's around them. Because they've got horses and all different kinds of stuff out there, so you don't want your horses to get picked off. You need to be able to kind of keep yeah. an eye on things. That makes sense. But it's like a ring device in the subdivision. They just pick up, like, oh, yeah, no, there was a massive black bear and its cub like eating from the tree that was kind of cool to see though and then she had like a it was terrifying when i was out there because i was the only one who smoked cigarettes so when it was time to go smoke i was the only one who went outside and it would be like eight o'clock at night pitch black and i'm just like please nothing eat me don't kill me (laughs) you'd hear the bear though it's the mountain lion you gotta look out for you'd know the bear was coming as you're being fucking taken out oh yeah uh, I've been talking to Nick, and apparently the bear prevention is walk around with pots and pans and just bang them together. Yeah, if you, if you, I do know that for bear safety, if you appear larger and more intimidating, the bear will usually back down. For the black bear, but the grizzly bear does not give a fuck. The grizzly bear best response: get on your knees, cover your neck, and hope to God it does not start eating you from your asshole because <laughs> it doesn't care about you at all. But even the deer, the deer are like super prevalent here, and that was like a thing. Laura like warned me one day when like before I flew back out she was like yeah so there's a family if you see the baby deer just go away (laughs) she was like because the mama deer will kill you well I went out on the uh, when I was staying in the garage I went out to go throw the stuff in the jeep on the way to work and the baby deer was behind the jeep and the mama deer was across the way and when oh. I walked out baby deer went tearing ass around the jeep and I was like I didn't do anything I'm just trying to put my coffee in my jeep mama but deer's I, gonna be like you yeah. fucking with my baby I was driving down that hill and ran into like a five point buck like not ran into it but it was just walking down the sidewalk I was mm-hmm. like dude if you were literally anywhere I'd shoot you I don't know <laughs> I would eat you, and you would feed me for three months. But you can't <laughs> shoot guns in the city. No, these guys just walk around. Like, they take the sidewalks. They're fucking insane. I haven't really seen any, which granted, I haven't really Not done. on this side, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that is true. We are on a different side from the side Laura lives on. Um, which, granted, I haven't really been out driving very much. I've done, like, little brief grocery runs, and I've, like, driven over to your work, which is super close, so it's not very far of a drive. But I haven't really seen any, like, since I've been back. So I would kind of like to go cruise around that side of town. Oh, of course, it's also, we're getting a little bit colder, so I guess they probably hold... Do, do deers hibernate? I don't think so. What do deers so. do in the winter? I think they just deal with it. Hmm. I don't know. Big hmm. question. A lot of things we gotta learn. Bears hibernate. I know that. Yeah, I do know that. They fill up on college kids and then they just fucking <laughs> slink back into their cave. I wonder if mountain lions hibernate. Do you still have to worry about mountain lions in the winter? I'm buying a 454 and, <laughs> <laughs> and anything that so much as looks at me in the woods is getting shot in the face. <laughs> I'm not getting taken out. <laughs> Brett, you shot a fucking endangered species. It was our last one. It's like, I don't, I don't care. That, that is a species that does exist. Or exist. That is a species that no longer exists. That's where I was trying to go. I don't care. That bald eagle deserved it. <laughs> America. Fuck you. <laughs> so, um, we haven't done an update on your job. How are you liking your job? I fucking love it. Um, You've tried to adopt no less than 20 dogs. Yeah. And a couple of cats. A couple of cats. <laughs> i got 11 kittens right now, and it just makes my heart happy that I get mm-hmm. to pick them all up and put them in the cage, and then they run out of the cage, and i got to go pick them all up again. <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away that it's a thing that I get to do. I'm like, I, the pay's not excellent. It's definitely a pay cut from what I was working before. Um, quality of life, I feel like, though. Is more than worth it. Yeah. yeah. Like, Everybody's I've... so fucking nice. Like, even people in the grocery store are, like, holding... or not the grocery store, the gas station. Like, they're holding the door open for you. Like, they're checking in on you. I had a 15-minute conversation today with an old woman about squirrels. <laughs> She's like, I just like them, you know? You can take them, you can put them in your pocket, and you just walk around with them. And it's like... <laughs> Everybody's just chilled the fuck out. <laughs> it's like the whole city's high. <laughs> it's a very different vibe here. I feel like the people and the lifestyle and stuff moves a bit slower and the people are, weirdly, that's not a thing I would have expected because that's like a thing you hear all the time. Like, oh, the people from the South are so friendly and so polite and the people from the South have all the manners and maybe that's just because... Like the rural, rural Yeah, I was South. like, maybe that's just because yeah. I, I I didn't grow up in the city of Nashville, but I grew up in that general area my yeah. whole life, and then as an adult, I've pretty much always lived in the Nashville area, so maybe it's just because that's a bigger city, but like, I, I would argue that the people of Nashville are very aggressive, get the fuck out of my way people. <laughs> Th- that whole That whole middle Tennessee area is just filled with people being like, look, your dreams are dead, it's hot as fuck outside, and if you don't move, I'm going to shoot you, Team Trump, hashtag. And everybody here's been really nice. Yeah, they're super chill, everybody. I go to PetSmart every day because i got to go take care of the animals over there. And uh, everybody I meet at the PetSmart's. Chilled out. People in traffic, chilled out. Nobody's honked their horn. I've not seen a police officer. I don't understand what is going on here. Everybody's in the I've seen a couple skiing. of cops, but they're not in regular patrol cars. The only time I've seen cops, they've been in, like, trucks and stuff that are, like, more, I feel like, mountain-suited yeah. vehicles. I did see a bunch of cops, because I know that was a discussion we had uh, on our first drive up. I saw a bunch of cops that foggy morning, like when I left Rapid City. There were like six or seven of them that I passed, and I don't know if it was just because it was a really foggy day, and they were out just kind of patrolling to make sure everything was okay, but I saw a bunch that day. Damn. Yeah. Are you still in love with northern South Dakota? (laughs) Um, I will say, it's still very pretty. I still like hyper-enjoyed. Did you um, ever find the wall drug? Yeah, I mean, I passed the same signs, but I didn't Nothing stop fun. there or anything. Um, did you go to the corn museum? I did not. I did stop it. and take a picture of the state sign for Montana. <laughs> I, that was my one stop that I made. I did almost pull off that overlook that we uh, passed by where it was like scenic overlook yeah. or whatever. I almost stopped there, but it was like very early into my drive, I think on the last day. And I was like, it seems a little too early in the day to already be making stops. So I didn't. But... Um, it's still just as pretty as I remember, and in case 
We didn't mention that. It's when you cross over the Missouri River. It's like Big um, Al's Oasis or whatever. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I, and I, st- I actually stopped in the town yeah. that's right there at it um, because I, I was half a tank low on gas and I wasn't entirely sure when I was going to see another gas station again because I remember that stretch being kind of a long yeah. stretch. So I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to stop and kind of take in the view for a minute. And it felt like you were on like an ocean front, <laughs> which it was just a river but that town is right up on the river and like it was a bit of a cooler day too but i stepped out and i was just like i feel like i'm at the ocean <laughs> like it smells so like seafront here yeah. <laughs> but it was a really pretty town so we should definitely i mean that's a 10 hour drive back the other direction <laughs> but we should go check that out one day but um yeah it says you're crossing over the missouri river it's not quite um the middle of South Dakota. I think it's still a little more towards the east side, but it is close to the center of South Dakota, and everything beyond that is beautiful. Yeah, but breathtaking. But I don't think I fully appreciated the mountains of like this area because, like, uh, East Montana is a little bit more flat, and when mm-hmm. you get closer to Missoula, there are much more mountains. And I think by the third day when we made the trip, I was just tired and ready to. Be here. You were so, white knuckling. Yeah, but, and terrified. I was too. like, "Hey, love, are you mad at me?" And you're like, "No, why?" And I was like, "You haven't talked to me in seven hours." Trying not to die. But when I made the trip, like the Continental Divide was still a little scary. But like all the mountains coming into the city, I was like, oh, "It's not really that curvy of a road. It's yeah. like a very slow. Like you're you're on the decline for a good hour, <laughs> so you're doing it for quite a while. But it's like a slow, casual, winding decline for like a good long ways." So it really wasn't that intimidating when I was making the drive. And like whenever I got to that area when I was doing it by myself, I was like, I don't think I really appreciated just how beautiful this is. Oh, so actually... Stunning. Montana is prettier. Like I still do like South Dakota past the Missouri, the west side of the Missouri River. But uh, we got bigger mountains here. We do. It's and they're like, right outside. It's more like rolling, really deep rolling hills in South Dakota. Yeah. But... We got mountains here. I got a little flustered at work today, and like it was something really brief where I, I was I had to unload this pallet and I dropped a bag or something, but it was like one of those god damn it moments. And I, I I did what I do, which is I took my deep breath and then I like looked out and it was just a mountain range, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm just moving a bag right now. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. That mountain range is uh, tectonic plates slamming into each other over millions of fucking years. <laughs> I do like that about this city in particular, because everywhere... I don't know um, if they're tectonic or... I don't know the layers of the earth. <laughs> um, I do like that about this city in particular, though, because every, everywhere else, like on the drive from here to Tennessee, it's like, oh, there's like pretty stuff on either side of you or whatever or you come across... Well, I mean, like, when you get to the pretty stuff, the first two days are a little meh. But the last day, like, when you get to all the pretty stuff, you know, it's like, oh, like, there's pretty stuff over there, and then there's pretty stuff over there. But, like, here it's like, no matter which direction you look, there's a mountain on every single side. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah. I was, like, driving to Walmart, and I was like, oh, there are mountains in front of me. Looked off to the side. Oh, there are mountains to the side of me. Like, in the rearview mirror, there are mountains behind me. <laughs> So I do like that. Like, there's a view no matter what part of town you're in. <laughs> I, I, I am so fucking blown away that we've pulled this off. And today was a little bit, or this morning anyway, when I was running errands, it was a little bit like a cloudier day. Yeah. So, like, the mountains off in the distance, you could see, like, the clouds kind of, like, you know, fogging them out a little bit. And I was just like, oh, that's pretty. <laughs> Can you believe we pulled it off? We're I mean, fucking like a... here. Is it set in yet? Like, I knew we were going to make it, I think. I don't think I ever really had a point where I was like, we're not going to be able to do it. Well, I mean, like, (laughs) I I know I had, like, days where I was, like, hyper stressed out. And, like, I will say, I don't think... I just kept going, it's going to be all right. It'll work. (laughs) It's not going to do that. It did that. (laughs) I didn't say it wasn't going to work out. There was (laughs) no point where I said it wouldn't work out. I do think as big of a life change as this was for both of us... um, it's not a decision for the faint of heart, I will say. I think... Like if, if you, you were giving advice to a couple? Yeah. Like, I, I think if 
you're serious and you, you know, you want a, a big life change or a, a big life adventure or whatever, like, I, I think it's very doable. We clearly proved it is doable, but I think you have to have a bit of fortitude to get it done for sure. Cause there were a couple of moments where I was just like, I am so stressed and I am so tired and I just like, don't want to do today anymore. But I don't think I ever had a point where I was like, we're not going to make it. Yeah. So I can believe we pulled it off. I just like, I can't believe how fast we pulled it off, I guess. <laughs> Cause it was like cram it all together, figure it all out, get it done. And like, there was like a solid week there where I was like, every day was stressed and miserable and I hated it. And then it was like, well, that week's done and now we're done and we're here. <laughs> and that's how easy it is. Yeah. For like literally every big decision, you know, it's that, 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 I bring it up quite a bit. I don't know if I bring it up on here as often as I do in life, but that little Will Smith clip where he's talking about skydiving. I mean, he's like, oh, it was terrifying the night before that morning, uh, right as I was standing in the doorway, <laughs> the whole situation. And then he goes, I jumped out of the plane and none of that other shit mattered, mm. you know, so why worry about it kind of thing. I, I do, and part of that may be because I specifically um, grew up in the, you know, southeast region of the U.S. and have never really left the southeast region of the U.S., I before this never even been on a plane so maybe that's just my specific yeah. perspective of life but I do feel like a like already just in the few days that I've been here because I've only been here since uh Monday today is Wednesday so I've only been here for a couple of days um so you might hate it in a week well, as I no. said about my job on <laughs> <Yeah>. the last one <laughs> but no I, I do feel like even just in that short amount of time, like a vastly different person. Yeah. Like I, I feel like a more independent, like. What's going to scare you now? I think we had that conversation on the. I had a woman today, balcony. like in her sixties, late fifties, early sixties. Um, heard that we moved from Nashville. Decides to tell me about the time she moved from Billings. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was my response. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Proud of you. You got drove through Billings. That's only five hours away. Yeah, <laughs> I woke up in South Dakota. I drove through Billings, stopped to take a piss, kept driving to Missoula. So unless you've moved from South Dakota, you've not even made a third of the distance <laughs> that I have covered. I was like, we were in a truck for 32 fucking and hours. And I actually got, because you've talked about how wide Texas is, I actually got into Montana within the first few hours of my drive. Like, it didn't mm -hmm. take me very long to get into Montana. And then it was six or seven hours of driving through Montana. I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is such a wide state. She was like, yeah, I moved from Billings and then we had to, you know, load up the truck and we drove here and we unloaded it and then we had to reload the truck and drive it to our house and then it was over. And I was like, no, we had to find jobs on the other side of the country, which we did. Uh, we, <laughs> we had to leave all of the security of the place where we grew up. Pack the truck in one single day. We had one day to pack the whole moving truck in August in Tennessee, Which not in Billings. The <laughs> hottest month in Tennessee. If you have never been to Tennessee, August is by far and yep. away the most miserable month of oh, Tennessee. On a whim, so that we could sleep in a garage and I could work at the animal shelter. <laughs> and then I had to. Fly back, and I had one week <laughs> to, to do everything else. Clean the apartment, get the apartment empty, and then make the drive back again. I called that lady today. You, you, you know, maybe go back and cancel the things that I should have canceled a week in <laughs> fucking Africa. Uh, but I called up the water department back in Tennessee, and um, we were talking. And I was like, yeah, I need to cancel my service. And she's like, Well, what's the address? And then I gave her the address, and um, she goes, uh, Well, it shows that. You're not leaving until the 13th or whatever it is. And I was like, well, I am calling you from Montana, so I don't know how you need to rectify that situation. <laughs> hmm. She was like, oh, there's another tenant. And I was like, well, I'm not paying for their water. I don't <laughs> don't comprehend what you're telling me right now. That's weird. But her whole mind was blown. I had to spell Missoula. I had to tell her what the abbreviation for Montana was. So I was like, oh, yeah. How did you do that earlier? Sayonara. Um... 
our complex is a little different from our old one in Tennessee. Like our building was just a letter in Tennessee, and here the building is a number, and apparently the number of the building is your address. It's technically the yeah. street address, and for whatever reason, um, the U.S. Postal Service doesn't seem to recognize that as a valid address. So I tried to put in the address to change my bank information over, so my bank wouldn't think somebody had run off with my bank card. And it kept telling me, well, this isn't considered a valid address. Call this number. Yeah. And I uh, called the number and he got it fixed for me. Fine. I guess they just override that or whatever. Um, but I spelled Missoula. I pronounced Missoula a couple of times to the student. He, like, pronounced it back completely different <laughs> from what it is. Missoula. <laughs> I don't remember what he called it, but I was like, well, that's not what it's called. But you spelled it right. <laughs> Missy Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure, whatever, just fix the address. <laughs> that, that made me laugh because I said it at least two or three times, spelled it and everything, and then I think he called it Mazola or something. Mazola. <laughs> or Mazola or something because it's spelled like soul. I was like, that's, okay, that's not what it's called, but all right, <laughs> just fix my address. I'm so fucking excited to be here. It is really pretty here. Especially with our little fountain. Like, you guys can't hear the fountain because we, we close the, the windows window. and stuff, but... Like we were sitting in here last night um, eating fancy stuffed chicken and watching Bill Burr's new special with the window open, and it, it felt like a proper date. You know, <laughs> we got our kitchen table sitting in the middle of the living room area. Cause <laughs> oh, update on that, because I know I brought that up when we were still apartment shopping. We do only open the windows, and we have a very nice fancy balcony that has a screen that you can close the screen but open the actual balcony door we don't use the ac at all don't have to right now nope gonna definitely need to call um which i might have you do tomorrow um the people in charge of the heat does he not work <laughs> uh no the heat's the only thing i think we pay for we, we had to call this one oh. company and uh set it up over there we're fine for right now. Don't look at me like that. No, I thought, like, the complex website said you pay, paid a flat rate for... I can't remember what it is. We pay a flat rate for most of it. I just assume... Yeah, it's like, there's one bill that I think we have to carry on our own, and I want to okay. say it's the heater, but again, we live on the third floor. We'll be fine, because everybody else is going to use their heater. Heat rises. We're on the top. Hmm. Just in case you guys wanted to understand our bill situation, (laughs) we got to call the energy place, get the heater turned on. But yeah, for right now, we can just leave the windows open, screen door wide open. And it's actually a little chilly in the mornings, too. Like every morning after you've left, because I I haven't started work yet, after you've left work for the day, the patio door is usually still open. I come back through and close it because I'm like, nope, too early for that. So that's how little we need air here. <laughs> like, nope, there's too much air coming in from outside. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I leave the windows open, but yeah, like for the first part of the morning, because you leave pretty early, I come back through and close the balcony. I'm like, nope, not yeah, doing that. <laughs> the air smells cleaner, too. Oh, it does. It smells so nice. I actually came in, because um, I've been shutting the balcony, when I like leave to go run errands, just so the animals don't like do anything. Yeah. I actually came back in from uh, my errands today, and I was like, it doesn't smell as fresh in here. i got to open the balcony door back up. I'm used to the breeze blowing in. But it, it keeps the apartment smelling amazing. I am so fucking happy. We did it! <laughs> like, it hits me, like, every day. I'm like, we're fucking in Missoula. <laughs> Like that, was, at no point do we need to get on a plane and ever go back to Tennessee. You know, we will. We have to because we got friends. We got family. We, got family we, yeah. we we're definitely going to go back and visit Nashville. That's that, that's not something that we're never going to be able to do. We'll do it relatively soon, I'd imagine. Um, but we don't have to. Like if we have good excuses. We never have to go back to that fucking place. I did have a moment. It's like, what happened? It's like oh. Uh, Killed my aunt. I can't come to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a moment when I was driving around doing errands today, though, like kind of looking around, taking everything in, and I had like this weird sensation like I was on vacation and it was going to end. I was like, oh God, I got to go back. And I was like, no, that, I don't. <laughs> that whole life is done. Old Kristen, dead as fuck. <laughs> Old Brett, dead as fuck. 
we're recording this right now after my eight-hour workday. I'm happier than I ever was. You remember the couple of times we tried to record after I came back from the pawn shop? <laughs> we posted like, one of yeah, those. I was like, fuck all of this! I hate this goddamn... Like, that was my energy. <laughs> I want to say that was the episode called Too Far, Too Fast. Like, we both had really awkward energy because... <laughs> I just dived into, like, killing kid jokes. <laughs> work all day and you were stressed out <laughs> that was the only episode we ever did and i was like we're never recording another episode yeah. after you've been at work all day no, this ever is again technically the most stressful period of my life <laughs> and i'd imagine your life as well but I, I feel so much calmer here than i ever did you know anywhere else i i, I i'm blown away and I promise, guys, we'll get back to our normal format. We'll do some normal more. postings. Yeah, we'll do more two-star Tuesdays. We'll talk more about the technical aspects of the writing and filmmaking, as you have known and loved us for uh, giving us our, our you know, advice on, um, on those types of things and our observations and such. But uh, right now, it's just a massive life change. So well, this is relevant, to... too, though. I mean, it's not like... No, it is. If, if you... Creative uh, advice, yeah. but it's making big changes yeah. advice. Like... I can't speak for 19-year-olds, and I can't speak for 35-year-olds, but I know that we both fall within the range of those two ages, and we did it. So it's doable, and if you're stuck in a town that you can't stand and you're stressed out with the job that you have or you're you know, locked in a relationship that you don't like or you're driving a car you're not fond of and the car fucking pisses you off every morning when you look at it, set a goal and accomplish the goal. You know, that, that, that's all you can do. Give yourself a fucking mission. My mission right now, super secret mission, I'm not even allowed to tell you guys about. But in five years, I promise you, mission accomplished. Because that's the only other thing on my radar right now. And uh, we're going to get there. And I know we can get there. Because you spent uh, 64 hours on the road this month. (laughs) A couple of days ago. (laughs) That was a couple of days ago. Combined total time. Like fucking a week on the street (laughs) (laughs) oh nothing scares me anymore the the, the things that used to freak me out they don't freak me out I've got a brand new appreciation for life and a brand new appreciation for our relationship this is one of the things that I, I told you and it wasn't supposed to come off as an ultimatum you know but every time I say it back to myself it kind of feels that way um this whole process has been the test that I needed in our relationship. Where it's like, I need to know that we can survive anything. And at this point, I know that not only can we survive it independently, but that we can survive it together. And, and not I, feel resentful about it, I feel like, is the most telling thing for me. Like, we could have still pulled it off, but been really frustrated with each other yeah. throughout the whole thing. And we pulled it off and literally never once had a fight. Like no. My biggest frustrations were drunk Indian guy and I don't know how to turn this fucking U-Haul <laughs> truck around. <laughs> and I was very mad at my phone. <laughs> but it never got dropped on one another. It didn't have to. And it shouldn't have. I'm sorry. Love you. That's my little mush. I love you more. Love you most. No. Do you have any final observations? Then we're going to make fucking grass-fed hamburgers. If you have a dream, do the damn thing. You writing a poetry book over there? You start you dropping a rap album? <laughs> you got a dream, do the damn thing. <laughs> no, that's my big observation. Like, uh... So when's our movie coming up? <laughs> Soon. <laughs> <laughs> Got anything else for the crew? No? Well, let's do some uh, plugs then. Plug time? Where can you you find us over on Facebook with our little day-to-day observations, pictures of me getting attacked by vicious animals at the shelter? (laughs) Uh, Facebook.com slash Nightmare Box Productions. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I have um, that particular Facebook page. Um... 
following my personal Facebook page and Brett's personal Facebook page, not like our private life pages, but his writer page and my filmmaker page. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely check out those individual pages to support. Mine has been dormant for a year because I forgot I had it. <laughs> Still, uh, check out Brett's writing Facebook page and check out my filmmaker page. And, and like we would really appreciate your support on both of those two, especially now that we're over this kind of hump of our journey those uh individual aspects will be a lot more active and you can go on instagram and check out all of Kristen's crazy fucking pictures from this trip (laughs) she took thousands of photographs (laughs) and you can find that at Uh, at nightmare box productions and over on twitter where i'm gonna start blowing that fucking thing up again like this week i'm gonna get everything rolling back over that way we get some pictures put up we get a whole bunch of updates thrown out and that twitter is at nightmare box and you'd sweep on over uh, to our website where you can buy yourself you buy yourself buy yourself I'm trying to appeal to the Irish audience <laughs> oh Saints Preservice you can go over there is that the Scots I don't know <laughs> fuck them uh, but uh, you can go over to the website and get yourself a copy of the Madman Diaries a signed copy a signed copy Diaries. send me ten dollars I don't care where the fuck you live I'll send it to you autographed uh, for ten bucks over at TheNightmareBox.blog. And that'll attach you to a little video up in the top right-hand corner for the dolls, and that'll link you to... Uh, that one actually links to the Nightmare Box YouTube, but I have a YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my YouTube is youtube.com slash Kristen Pennington. You can watch the dolls or um, a couple of my other short films that I've also done. Goddamn right. We missing anybody? Uh... I don't think so. It's been a while since we've done this. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I love you, sweetheart. Yeah, I love you more. That's a lie. And I love you guys. And we'll talk to you later this week.